0: Hi everyone and uh, welcome to another edition of Shaky's cricketing journeys. Um so far so good. I've had a couple of videos out there already and the response has been quite quite nice. Um and today I've uh, I'm joined by another um you know big high profile name um ex ex, ex Yorkshire county cricketer ex Durham county cricketer ex England test cricketer um, and obviously Scottish cricketing legend. I'm joined today by none other than Gavin Hamilton. Hello, Gav. Hiya, Shaky. Good to be here, matey. Loving to, your work so far. Loving thank, your work so thank, far. Thank you very much. Thank you. And, the, and hopefully this one will just be, will just take up that, 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 that notch further because I know you, Gav, you're, you're a man who, uh, who brings some comedy gold forward. We'll, we'll give it a go, matey. So what I'm going to do is, Gavin, I'm going to go right the way back to um, when you were a boy. Uh, I want to just start by congratulating you. I know you went on to play for England, but you were born in Scotland, thankfully, um, mm-hmm. in a nice place called Broxburn in West Lothian. Beautiful, um, beautiful place. Um, and I think that's why you turned out a good bloke as well, Gav, because being born in Scotland and all.
1: <laughs> it was the only way forward, mate. Yeah, I was born in, uh, born in Broxburn, as you said, as Blaney and Ryan Watson and Neil McCallum Obviously, made it very clear that I was a wee Ned from Roxburn. Um, yeah, and then I was only stayed in Scotland until about six. Um, my, my dad got a job down in Kent, so we, uh, we uprooted and went down to Kent, and that's where, I, uh, that's where I started really. That's where I learned a bit of cricket. But my, my dad was a, an old stalwart at West Lothian cricket for a number of years before he we went down there, so um, cricket was always in the blood, matey. Okay, so,
0: so whether you went to England or not, you were going to probably go on to play for West Lothian and go through
1: mm-hmm. the ranks in Scotland. It just happened Absolutely. to be. It just happened to be. That you went again. Absolutely, certainly West Lothian. My brother was a. Uh, I think he was. Hold on. I? I think he was just a junior. I think he may have been thirteen, fourteen, maybe. My brother. So he was just starting to play a little bit of second team stuff before we left. So it was always going to be a. He was always going to be. A, I, was going to be a, I was always going to be destined to be at West Lothian for for a number of years at some stage. Um, so. So you, went, to the stuff, so you went.
0: So you went to. So you went to Kent, Gav. Um, what club did you join there and what age were you?
1: Um, well, joined straight away, really. My, mom, my dad joined when he was, as soon as we went down there, within a year of moving to Kent, Sid Cup Cricket Club. And my uh, brother sort of gelled his way into sort of third team, maybe. Then he eventually got into the first team. And I, I became a junior member at 11, five years later. And started playing two A's, as they called it, in those days, when I was about 12 or 13, so back batting eight. And fielding final leg both ends, which was uh, which was a great weekend. So we used to play. I think when I turned fourteen, we used to play. Practice Tuesday, practice Thursday, on the 15th Friday night, under um, eighteen Saturday morning, thirds on Saturday afternoon, and two a's on Saturday afternoon. And that was it on Sunday afternoon. So that was it. Six games of cricket, six nights of cricket.
0: Bloody uh, hell! I mean, uh, I, thought, I thought I thought we played. I thought we played a bit up here. We we tended to have an under eighteen game on a Monday night. Um, a many minors under fifteen, under thirteen, game on a Friday night, um, and then you would, you, you would, you would tend to train on a Monday, um, and or if there was a game, you would play a game. But that's that's incredible. So
1: you had weekend cricket as well on the go. Absolutely, it was a nightmare for my mum driving me everywhere. But then it was just, it was the norm. It was about two miles away. stuff then used to have those coffins. Coffins you came training. Yeah, 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 big, yeah. I think the Australians, our overseas player brought one over and he left it with me. So I'd lug it up a mile and a half. It was bigger than me. Oh, right, so so, yeah. so you were two miles, two miles on the ground? Yeah, about about that, give or take. I was only small then, so it probably felt like about 10 miles. It's probably about 200 metres. So like... the, co-
0: the coffin was probably bigger than you, Gav?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not, again, it was really neat, though. And he used to put stickers on the side of it. I was convinced I was a professional at 14.
0: You know, it's funny you say that, because we'll get on to talk about this, but I remember when you guys went to the 99 World Cup and I came to watch you train at Hutchie and I seen all these coffins and I was thinking... I mean, it's not. I was just buzzing. I was thinking one day yeah. I'm going to have Amazing. one of those little coffins. Things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, little things yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, little. Know you you, you,
1: that was the know, first time I actually got. Um, I think we had a couple of the old school coffins at Yorkshire, and we had Tetley bitter on the side of it, and you just felt, oh, I've made it. Incredible. Yeah, I've made it. What else do you need in life? Yeah, that's it. You're actually, the man. Those, Scotland, those, got ones were a step up. I think they were the, they were the big blue ones if I remember. And yeah, they were, they, were, they were like a big treasure chest. They were super. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, they went after that, and the, the kind of the trend just disappeared. You see that you might see the odd guy now at a club ground that has a coffin, but
1: it's it's very few, very few. No, absolutely. I but think the were... fact that they brought the wheelie bags out now, people just. No, I don't think they were logistically good for flights overseas where they new. You... No, literally the
0: size. Or, of the kit or, or, or car boots. I wouldn't thought they were, were were made very well for when you're trying to squeeze three three four kit bags into a car. There was no way you were getting three four coffins in there.
1: Oh, I love talking about cricket coffins. I could do this for an hour. So,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> moving, moving on, Gav. So you know when I'd imagine at that age you were, were you a bowl, You were more of a bowling. Ta- were you when as a kid? Were you more of a bowling talent?
1: Fourteen, yeah. No, it was a, a real topsy-turvy decision on whether I was what I wanted to do. Because I just loved wicket keeping I left fielding. I, I want to bowl off spin. I want to ba- want to bat six. or I didn't care um so at that stage I was just breaking into the Kent schools team and I, I sort of I was an opening batter at sort of under 13s under 14s but I was in and out of it I wasn't quite good enough to be in there at that level so I started bowling leg spins so i dropped it quite well in one of those nights I was training and, and it came out really well and then the year later and so I sort of just stuck with my leg spin and I eventually a year later I got into the under 15s first in Kent as a leg spinner batted number eight or nine maybe and I bowled 20 overs and I just Drop it on a sixpence, it just came, yeah. Leggies. Leggies. yeah, yeah. Turn them. They didn't turn, they sort of came out, thought like the seam came forward, yeah. They would sort of swing, depending on which side, because I didn't understand yeah. how to swing it in those days, yeah. In my head, and I think Shane Warne came on his first tour 89 or early 90s or something, I think it was something like that, and that was it. And um I was, I was, I was convinced I could ball leg spin and drop it. And then when people started to hit me, all of a sudden, it take me on a little bit became a little bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, especially
1: if you didn't turn it, Gab. No, exactly, but in my head, I could turn it. And, and you were
0: obviously playing against at that point. So you've gone into the Kent Under Fifteens first team. Um, yeah. So did you? So where, t- tell me, where did it go from there? So you played Kent Under Fifteens. You obviously, when yeah. did you make the decision to start bowling seam? Then pretty quick soon so, after that.
1: No, no, yeah, a couple of years after. So I was playing Kent goals and then I started to. Uh, my batting came on, and the the spinning sort of took it back to then. You know how it is when you go into yeah. the age groups, you get well, it depends who's the coach. You just decide so you'll slot him doing this. And you did whatever you want in those days, you did did do what yeah. you told. Um, so yeah, I will just I was an opening batter then at I was sixteen I was doing okay and I got quite a few I was starting to get in the first team at the Sid Cup cricket club, although batting at nine and not bowling, but was, the first team was brilliant hardly yeah. battered, but was yeah. what he wanted to be, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then at sixteen, um, that was it. Left. I finished my GCSEs. I was going to do my A levels, and dad got dad um, moved jobs and wanted to move back to Linlithgow, and um, I had to make a decision whether I'd stayed down and um, did my A levels or go back up north with my mum and dad, and obviously it seemed the obvious choice to do. But this was in between that. Um, um, I just had to make a decision in between that. I was. My dad was wanting me to go to South Africa and pursue my cricket, but. I didn't show any signs of, or even within myself, whether wanting to be a professional cricketer. I just loved it. Yeah. So, so any effectively what happened was when I'd ended up going to South Africa. One, um, I went back to Scotland, played half a season uh, with West Lothian, then opened the batting. Oh, my Henry was overseas player then. And oh, wow. Well. He said, Right, you're coming back with me to South Africa for, for a summer.
0: So, whereabouts in well. yeah. SA
1: did you go? So we, we went to, um, I was in Blomfontein in those days. So, mm-hmm. uh, my dad loved it. He said, right, well, if you're going to do it, you're going to study. So I did my A-levels over the winter and played a bit of um, schools cricket and played some genuinely, genuinely tough club cricket. I was only in the second team out there. I mean, there were all the provincial players would come back and I'll go watch the first team and think, wow, mm-hmm. I thought West Lodian was tough. This is proper cricket. Mm-hmm. So then I played the following year back at West Lothian. the full year. Had a great year. We were a superb side, brilliant bunch of guys. And that's where I fell in love with Scottish cricket. It was absolutely superb. Loved it. Mm. real good standard tough tough cricket yeah um, and and now oh, we were going to win the we were going to piss the league actually but i think we we didn't play a game for the last nine games and you know how, i don't know you want be before your time shaky but in those days if you didn't play and another team played they'll just get the points so you just yeah we have no chance we, yeah it's not, not really it's, much, we Managed we to get two games in we didn't win the league but to this day would have won it it's not a great it's not it's not
0: a great it's not a great rule um, no, it's a terrible. I'd, I'd, imagine, I'd imagine you played probably winning and losing draws back then as well. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Was, another
0: um, another rule that I, I hated.
1: Yeah, horrendous. Um, so, yeah, so that was it, really. And then I went back to South Africa the following year, and, and that's when it all clicked for me. Shakes, that was when.
0: So, what um, age were you? What
1: age? You're probably, what, 18 I now? 17. Now? 17. Right. I only went to South Africa when I was 16. So I was probably 17 and a half now for my second year in South Africa. And so you, you did years.
0: that, you did that, you did that. I mean, I I went away with Kyle Kutso when I was 17 and a half for the first time. Yeah. But to go away, so you did that really, really young. That's probably what, yeah, what stood was
1: you in such years good stead. Well. Yeah, it's during the years of apartheid as well. So there's massive changes in South Africa in those days. And to this day, I'll, you know, it's the best thing I ever did. Just a learning curve, as a, just to grow as a person and, you know, just to stand on your own two feet, which... I think looking back made a you know, made a massive difference in the decisions I made later in my career. But um yeah. But yeah, so over those two years I just turned into a scene bowler and that second year in South Africa it clicked. I'd started swinging the ball and I'd grown. I wasn't very really tall. I was about six foot now, I was getting a bit bigger, mm-hmm. a bit stronger, playing cricket all day every day came back the following year and I also uh, I'd gone from about a six and a half cricket cricketer to sort of eight and a half, nine About ten cricketer, which making big strides, and I started growing confidence more than anything. Nineteen ninety three, Gav, first class debut,
0: five for sixty five against Ireland. Yeah, remember it well. Where talk to me about talk to me about that game.
1: Um, I remember. I think it's a two three day game. I've got that two three day game. It was a weird one because in those days he just it was very sociable. I I never. I was only young, I think I was was a 93, 19 maybe. So I wasn't really a drinker, and then I think that was that's how I remember the game because that's how I thought cricket should be played. Because obviously the Irish boys were sociable. First class cricket, uh, we finished drinking the bar, go back to the hotel, drink, go out for a curry and drink. So that was the the norm. Yeah. Um, and it was just
0: ju- I was just I was just going to say there, Gab, before you continue, because I mean, socialising and all that's never been something you've really struggled with. So you got that 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 gave you that kind of. Say? That gave you the grounding in a, on on the first, first class game you played, because I imagine, God knows where it went when you when we go, go on in your story to Yorkshire, etc. But <laughs> so from game one, you'd already had a couple of pints with the Irish boys and um, and also knocked over five. Five wickets in a in an inning yeah.
1: to dip five for sixty-five. Oh, I was just raw in those days. I don't think I even had a run-up, proper run-up in those days. Just, just made it up as I went along and just blagged it and just, just loved my cricket. I ran and bowled as fast as I can. I think I might have had a yard. I was, I wasn't slow by any means, but I had a yard. Um, yeah, I and mean, it just got off to a, a great start. It was a brilliant. You know, you, you, don't. I didn't even know what a five for really meant as a, as a person or as a cricketer in those days. You got five wickets. You know, it's. Get so we who,
0: who were who
1: some of your teammates, Gavin, that game? Oh God, Ali Story, Andy B, Aberdeen, mm-hmm. um, Jim Love had just Jim Love. I think Jim Love had just taken over well, as was coach. Mm-hmm. I think he must have been. Yeah, um, Bruce Patterson. Yeah, I think George Salmon played. Yeah, I think he was captain. Actually, may not maybe before his captaincy. Uh, Jimmy Govan. Heard the name, yeah. Yeah. Oh, couldn't accept. Thirty so, years ago, shakes.
0: So, um, and who who did you kind of who did you kind of connect with when you went into that team? Because you're always as a young kid coming in, and was like for me coming into the national team, you kind of you know you know it takes a bit of time to find who who kind of took you. Did anyone take yeah, you out of the way?
1: I mean, I can remember it actually, shakes. I mean, uh, this I will go into it a little bit later, but this was the only really big issue I ever had with. We're we'll going to potentially when I took over as captain. How it affected me as a captain was that so I always found from that day there was always a lot of bickering. There was always a lot of unhappy Scottish cricketers. I always found it was really weird. I remember one night I was sitting in a bar and everyone was just chuntering about who's going to play. And I thought, you know, it sort of kick started the un, the unrest within a lot of the Scotland teams I played in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a strange one, mate. It was a, I didn't know quite where I fit in. I didn't understand why people were, were like this. Obviously, yeah. I was very young. Yeah. But then, then the other side of the fence, there's people like George Salmond, who well, is one of the nicest, best yeah. captains I played under. You know, you'd run through a brick wall for him. So I, I warned to him straight away. And, he, you know, yeah. he took me under his wing. He was obviously a very good player to be around, calming influence, and just a good, genuinely good bloke to be around. Yeah. Um, and I found that throughout 30 years of playing cricket, I always warned to people why I genuinely... Found myself hanging around with people who are generally with good blokes. Yeah, well, uh, uh, we'll get uh, still stuff to get into, but
0: just while we're on that subject, it, you gave me a. You might not remember this, but we were in South Africa um, for the World Cup qualifiers. And uh, you might remember I carried the drinks pretty much for six weeks out there. Um, you had a tough bl- there yeah, tough time, yeah, a pretty, pretty tough time about there. Looking back now, pretty depressed to be honest. Yeah, and I came yeah. and I came into you. I used to come into your room. Me and Abi used to come in. You and Maca. Um, used to kick kind it. Of, you used to be sitting in your rope, um chilling with your cup of tea or whatever. Um, and I came in and I was quite. I was moaning and groaning a bit. I was getting really. I was getting really ratty. Um, I didn't really get on ever with Ryan Watson. I knew he probably didn't really want me on that trip. So you know, you start to get a bit disgruntled. And you were always a guy that just kind of said to me, "Listen, just stop being negative. And, you know, just keep positive. It's going to come good for you eventually." And yeah. I, I, I always, I always uh, look back and remember that because. You need somebody sometimes to, to just give you a bit of a bit of encouragement or kick up the backside, but yeah. the right, in the right direction. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was always I fond of that. But then moving forward, then, Gav, you started your Scotland career. When did you sign
1: for Yorkshire? So, I signed in, I think it, so I, that second year I came back from South Africa, a decent year with West Lothian. And I was, in those days, it was the North Central South the District games. So, yeah. we used to play them on the Sunday. Um, we ended up playing, uh, I think we played the West. No, I think we played North at Watsonians. And a guy called Jack Gloven was um, ex-Leicester Yorkshire lad who was on mm-hmm. And I think a ball probably the best spell I can remember ever in Scotland in club cricket or district cricket. And Jack pulled me aside that night and said, look, I'm going to phone Doug Padgett. I went to go down to a trial in Yorkshire next week, mm-hmm. all over like a cheap suit. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, it happened. I got a call from Jack the following morning, Doug wants you down. And within four days, I was playing bowling in the nets of the morning of Yorkshire-Lancashire Roses game at Headingley
0: what
1: for have? a half an hour trial, literally within four days. And, and that afternoon, um, I always remember because I was in the Yorkshire dressing room, Sachin Tendulkar had just signed, and he had, you remember, he used to wear that helmet. Yeah, a yeah. Helmet. yeah. And, I up and I just thought, wow, this is the dream. Um, yeah, so that, that afternoon, I went to play an academy game at East Byley you'll know very well that yeah. club I played for for yeah. 15 years yeah a few years later the academy against the rapid league side which was just second to none in terms of league cricket balled the right and then two weeks later i signed on the academy so it literally happened within a three-week period so it was like um
0: it, it, reading up on you Gav. you signed in 94 for yorkshire yep. but they reckon it took you a couple of years to find your feet yeah, it was, a, it was
1: a tough process. But do you know what? It made me a, it made me a stronger player. I mean, I, I think because it started so fast. I was in the second team. I, I sort of leaped from the academy a little bit. Then I got dropped from the seconds because a few of the first team players came back. And, and Yorkshire in those days, the cricket was everything. I mean, cricket, you, yeah. you wore a, a blazer to lunch. You were near the rules. Otherwise, you were gone. There was no... a yeah. senior player told you to do something. You did it. Yeah. And, and to this day, I think there's still a space in the game for it. Not mm-hmm. to that extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, sorry. What were we on about
0: there? <laughs> yeah, so '94, you signed. Yeah. Um sorry, and it wasn't. It wasn't until around '98 yeah, that you right. that you had your first kind of golden season, where you that's took right. 59 first-class wickets, um, 34 one-day scalps,
1: and you also scored six fifties. Yeah. So that, I mean, that- that process, sorry, shakes I Forgot the chain of thought there. That process was yes. Yeah, so I started really well, um, and then I got into the first team at 19, and me and Silver, me and Chris Hill would opened the bowling at Kent. Um, we're both 19 years old, the youngest ever opening attack for Yorkshire. And I thought, well, this is a piece of piss. It's easy. Wow. And and I took my foot off the gas a little bit, and I'll probably go into a bit more detail. I did it a lot, um, and it sort of and I sort of found myself falling down the pecking order again. And over those next four years, I was in and out first team. I was gonna be So is this that is, that, is that
0: is that got is that to do a couple of late nights then, Gav, when you said you yeah, t- a, <laughs> a few, yeah, a few shakes. <laughs> it, um, certainly, it certainly it didn't help. Yeah. So yeah, I was in
1: and out, I was gonna be released and then nineteen ninety eight something
0: clicked and that was it. So yeah, I mean it, it, it can happen, can't it? In your youth, you you, you you kinda get that early success and you do think, yeah, this is yeah, I can I can do this, it's a piece of cake, and the game's got a got a big way of biting you in the backside mm. so you had, definite, definite, you had you yeah. had you had your wake up call, but I mean you're you are the person you are the cricketer you became because of the experiences you, you went through. Absolutely. So you, while you played at Yorkshire, guy, yeah, you played with some legends. You know, name
1: some of the some of the big names that you you played with during your time. Well, I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about this now because through that period of four or five years when I joined the academy in '93, when I got into the first team in the '98-'99 time, seven of those academy players were playing in the first team with me. So it was one of those amazing sort of career paths where everyone knew each other's games and then so we 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 at Yorkshire had this conveyor belt of fast bowlers, which was it'll never happen again, I don't think. I think we had I think we had eleven international bowlers at one point in two thousand.
0: So. obviously one of the main obviously one of
1: the main ones being Dad and Goff. Absolutely. So we, we obviously we had that core of players and then we could have the Darren Goffs of the world, who are years, a couple of years ahead of us, Darren Lehman, David Pliers, Martin Moxon, um, all these big, big senior players. You just think, wow. Even playing first class, you walk into the dressing room and oh, go, this is good. They've got some nuts. And, and in, in those days, we, we had a team where we thought we couldn't lose a game. Yeah. It was an unbelievable feeling. He had some great obviously, overseas players. Darren Lehman was really successful. He was the best um, by much. Um,
0: Anthony McGrath as well, who I know is a big friend of yours. Um, you know, I look. I think a lot of you are still friends now. I see some pictures on Facebook and stuff like that where Lehman might be over, and he's all. Got, I don't know when he's done it last, but you know, I know you are still very, very, very close. What
1: was it like playing McGoffey then? You know what he he um, he is an absolute inspiration. Every time you play with him, he's not the brightest, you you won't yeah. let me say you. Yeah. you know. He was, there's some there's some belting stories of him, and I just I could sit here all day and just come out with goffisms. He's genius, but he he had this knack. Um, and this he he so he only played about six seven games in those four or five years when we were doing well, when I was in the first team playing well, because he was obviously massive with the yeah. yeah. When he came back, he had this aura about him of just no fear, no fear whatsoever, and it was so simple. The game was so simple to him, and he had this huge. Effect on the team when he came back because mm-hmm. he just it never crossed his mind that he couldn't defend three and over the last ten overs. It never crossed his mind that he wouldn't be able to knock twenty off, twenty and over off the last ten. Yeah, and it was just whereas the more realistic people like us thought well, he's been a bit stupid, but it's just the mentality and the sort of the, the freedom he played with was a, was joy to be around. Great man, superstar, of the bloke. Yeah, well, I mean, when I'm
0: growing up, you know, watching Goffey running and bowling, he was always that. I mean, I, I grew up being a big Pakistan fan. Wasim Akram, Waqar Younis, um, nobody could touch them in my eyes. But yeah. Darren Goff was one bowler that you know, just 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 the beauty of the sheer beauty of the man as well. The yeah. way we, he would run in, um, the firepower that he had, he would take on the big. He, would take he, on was, the Aussies. Like, he was fast.
1: He, he was fast. Yeah,
0: seriously. I mean, he was. He was. He was, nice. he was, he was,
1: he was as fast as as any be about in those days. Yeah, he was small. He was quite, you know, quite. swinging as... Yorkers as well. He was big on the old in swinging Yorkers. He was the best. He he sort of yeah, I think he was he was the first English bowler. Can't think of anybody else who could reverse it, who actually developed the reverse swing at the death. Yeah. Oh fantastic. I can't in that era, maybe. Fantastic. But, and Darren so. and Darren Lehman,
0: you know, a funny story. I met Darren Lehman um, when I went on a tour to South Africa on under nineteen district tour. And what had happened was we were on that actually we stayed there in Durban at the T twenty World Cup, you know, the waterfront kind of area yeah, there. Yeah. So we were staying in the hotel next door and I was coming out of the hotel and I seen Darren Lehman and Brett Lee and Jimmy Marr walking into the yeah, hotel. With Jimmy. So I charged over.
1: As
0: and you just do. Went, As you do. <laughs> and they were at the bar and I'd, I'd, they'd, I'd, they'd arrived at the bar and I'd, I'd waited in the background a little bit and I was just watching, watching and Lehman kind of clocked me and what a nice guy. He just kind of said, oh, how you doing, mate? And I remember walking up. I was only 15, 16 at the time. Um, totally, in honor of these guys, and, and Lehman just was like, oh, you know. Um, and I think your name came into the conversation as well because I said I'm from Scotland, I'm here on tour with the West District, and he said, "Oh, Gavin Hamilton's a good friend of mine." Um, and you know, I was just, it was just, just buzzing at the time. But he, he must yeah. have been a, he must have been awesome to
1: play with. He, um, yeah, I mean, he came over as a sort of relatively unknown player. It's got loads of Shield runs. He hadn't played for Australia by the time he came to to Yorkshire. And he didn't actually get picked in the first game to Yorkshire. David Bias had just taken over as captain. I think he was trying to stamp his authority. And he didn't get picked in the first game against Lancashire Old Trafford. So left, over, left the overseas boy out? Yeah, left him out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just surreal. Wasim Akram was injured that game as well. So there was Darren Lehman and Wasim Akram serving drinks on in that, in that B&H game that, that year. I bet, I bet you were happy to see Wasim uh, uh,
0: bringing the drinks <laughs> in,
1: though. <over.
0: laughs> did you face, face Wasim in your time? Best I've ever faced,
1: Shaky, by a country mile. Oh, well, you would have faced him. Did you face him that day? I mean, I'm going to get yeah, to that. I, I faced him uh, quite a few times, actually, over those years. But I always remember playing in, a, in when day-night cricket had just started in England. And if you lost the toss and batted second, you lost the game. That was just how it was. I think yeah, it was 90 games. One, it was just ridiculous. Because the lights weren't great and the pitches were a bit due. And we played at Headingley and he uh, he, he came on first change. And I was like, were 20 for none or something he came on first change ran through four wickets really quickly and I came in and Lehman was back at the other end making it look like he was bowling at seven miles an hour and just putting it wherever he wanted.
0: yeah
1: uh, to this day I, I was genuinely scared it was it was rockets yeah giddy picks Warren Hegg was literally and I know people exaggerate these stories was behind the 30 yard ring and you just think how that's when you can just tell the difference between Darren Lehman and and a normal cricket. And the thing, the thing back then is actually
0: Wazimaka any interview you ever see that he does he, he still talks now about how important his progress and his career was from playing county cricket. It's not like now where you get some overseas boys now that I reckon some games they run in some games they don't run in you know yeah. but, but back then I'd imagine it was no holds bar he was running in. Absolutely. Every yeah, single
1: the, game. The, the money the overseas players in those days I think he had two I think you started with two then it, it sort of reduced to one as the years went on. Call back, playing one.
0: So you know Yorkshire, what well, you know must be amazing to to be able to pass that that on to your, your son. Dad played for Yorkshire. You know one of the biggest counties in 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 England. Um, you know amazing Gav. You know that's that's kind of my memory of takes me takes me nicely into the the nineteen ninety nine World Cup. Now I would have been. 14 or something at that point, point, 13-14 And you were, and this is no no word of a lie, I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your arse. Um, you were I my kind you of you, you were my you were my kind of, I remember coming down to Chesterley Street for their game against Pakistan. Obviously, I was there to see my Pakistani heroes, Shoaib Bakhtar, Wazi Makram, all these great Sakhalin Mushtaq, all these great players, um Syed anwar you know, I know I, yeah. amazing players um and you uh you ran in and bowled in the first innings and you you were I remember you know being I, think, I, I sat that day so you bowled from the far end that's right that, yeah I, I was at the i was I managed to get a seat near the pavilion which was quite cool because I was able to chat to people as they were coming down trying to get autographs and so the, I was seeing the carry and the rest of the Scottish boys I mean they were, were okay Brinkley. Azeem Butch was more of a swing bowler. But when you came, when you came on, you started hitting the gloves. And to this day, you must hit your head as well. How the hell ends oh, him, don't
1: it? don't talk about it, <laughs> shakes. Don't, don't. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't... He was, you know, he was I, absolutely... I think about that on an evening. I genuinely think about that. Because I, had I hadn't got an ODI wicket at that stage. I mean, how, much, much, how,
0: much, how much more plum could you... Be? He was stood on his... He was twice. literally stood up twice... Pretty much back to back. Um, and, and I can remember you, I thought, you had a bit more hair in your head then, Gab, and you, were down, you were down on your, you your knees and you
1: were like, what the heck? This is, and it was honestly, but Graham Dilley was our bowling coach that he, uh, he, he complained to the ICC that evening because he was a Zimbabwe umpire. And then I, I remember that because I got, was it Matt Grant first ball? Yep. Uh, when he came out, absolutely bang in front, absolutely ridiculous. He and he got it. runs, he got and runs. He got, yeah, and he got them up to 280, so if they were at 220... Did you not, did you not drop him on
0: the boundary as well, will go not It was about a or mean. something. Yeah,
1: he was like, <laughs> I
0: think you were at Deep Square. It was like, yeah, that's good knowledge, Jakey. Wait, I've got a memory. See, once I've started doing this, I'm surprised it's myself. Right, like catching a ping pong ball. Yeah, yeah, you ran, you ran in, and unfortunately, and then him and I think Moink can.
1: Yeah, they basically through, because yeah.
0: because we had because Scott, we had them we had them in
1: deep we had them in deep yeah. trouble. We, um, we bowled, I think we bowled, I think we bowled forty wides that game, thirty wides maybe. That's but cool. it was just the trend in those because they used the juke balls in the World Cup. Never used them before. They, they,
0: they did was, a
1: bit. And to this day, it was the best Scotland bowling attack I've ever played with. by Oh a yeah. Mile. Well, I seen, but I seen, buck
0: snicked off. Um, Side armor, was that an no, old no ball? Right, yeah, I mean, he,
1: he, he would get wickets for fun. He could control it, but nobody else could because it was, it was tough. Because if we, I reckon, I would still say to this day, if we had a bro ball, we would have bowled and competed far more because you were fighting the ball because sometimes it wouldn't swing so you bowl wide and all of a yeah. sudden you end up placing it. Yeah. I we mean, had a far better bowling attack than we just had to have the ball. We tried too many wides.
0: John Blaine, I seen butt. Gavin James Hamilton, Bridget. James Brinkley, and the
1: spinner was Dyer. Nick, Dyer. Nick Dyer, that's right, yeah. But it was a really good range. Blaney had a yard, I had a yard. Asim swung it around trees, so did Brinks. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think, we had a stick bowler somewhere. I can't believe it was. Uh, but we didn't really need it. We, we just had a really good had You
0: had Keith Sheridan in the squad yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. But he didn't Pete, really. Pete Steiner was there. Pete Steindel was there as well. Um, Coming to Pete no—that's what you always used to say to me in South Africa. It's better to be here than not be here. And I remember saying to him, "That's because you played a World Cup that you just carried drinks, Pete." I'm not a drinks carrier. That was about a week. Gonna, that was about week three or four when I was getting a bit, getting a bit grumpy You're
1: gonna, you're gonna have to let that go, Shay.
0: I know, I know. Look, oh, it's all, it's all love. It's all love. Um, <laughs> moving on in that game, probably in innings that changed your life. You played. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know, show you Ran in to start the proceedings and stumps were cartwheeling everywhere. Uh, I mean, proper, proper, proper. I mean, probably the fastest, the fastest ever. Um, he
1: was. He was at his pump that year. I think. Oh, he was.
0: Yeah, he was at his fittest. That was the
1: fittest. That was the fittest he has ever been. Yeah, um, but yeah, I remember we played against them. Second game, wasn't it? And I think they played against West Indies in the first game at Chesterley Street. He bowled a bouncer to Stuart Williams, yeah. and it hit the side screen on the fall. We're watching and We're playing him next. It was. Uh, oh, I heard stories that a couple of you boys were. Put,
0: I, I heard stories that a couple of boys were putting wet towels inside the pads. Is that is that is that true? Sorry. I heard stories, or maybe in just a myth, that some of the batters were putting wet towels inside their pads. <laughs> not, that, not, that that, either, no. not that. Okay. Okay. Because it, no,
1: because you, there was, you could have put you could have put a tank behind your pads. It would still hurt.
0: It would have still hurt. It would still hurt. So you came in, Gav. Yeah, my memory is not. It's pretty
1: good so far, but what, what stage did you come in at? What was the score? Uh, of that we, day? Were, we, we lost quite a few wickets in, in the World Cup quite early on, didn't we? I think we we're 15 for, I think about five five or six. I'm not sure. I think Jim said, look, if you bowl 10 overs, bat six. If you had five or six, either way, I think we we're three down for 15 or something. Yeah. Because I, I, just, I just put my pads on quickly, and then Mike Smith got bowled by Act and it clipped the bail. And they went over the boundary without bouncing. So That's right. I always thought bloody good. I also remember <laughs> a ball that Waddy Mac crumbled
0: Stroppy with, and it was yeah, like, it, it was, a, it, was, it, a
1: was it was relentless. But yeah. oh what shakes! I, I remember it like yesterday, and it was I was, I think I was probably the best I'd ever played. I was at yeah. the actual pump of my career, yeah. maybe the next few years of, And I, I didn't have any fear. I was playing well. I couldn't put a foot wrong, and you know, no matter how fast you were bowling, you, you know what it's like. It's about if your feet are working. Yeah. Your hands work. It's one of those things. Where I, I remember that one thing you did really mind. well that
0: day was you played Sackley really well. You, you swept you swept Sackley and he was obviously yeah. a genius. Um, and you, you you played him well as well, but you pretty much played most of the... You, how much did you face of Akram and Akhtar? Uh, yeah,
1: I faced, a lot, I faced uh, a few of us of Akhtar um, when he came on for his second spell, but was in was a challenge, but I played a lot against um, Sakhi and Fusari, So. I, you know, he's obviously a genius in himself. But I thought, well, we have nothing to lose. I think we're 80 for six at one point. I thought, well, yeah. we'll start playing a few shots. And, you know, a couple came out in the middle and then they start spreading the field and all of a sudden you can, you can start jet, sort of yeah. setting in a little. So what was it, Gav? Was it 66? Did you get, what did you get? It was, no, 70-something. I 70,
0: remember. it was 70-something. <laughs> 70-something. So, you know, being a, being a young boy, young upper, you know, left-fellow, left-hander, um you know that day i was like a kid kid in a candy i went home i was buzzing and to think that i went there to watch my pakistani heroes but i left the ground that day like gavin hamill and gavin hamill and even your bowling as well um so it was it was always a dream of mine to come into the national team and get to play with you which ended up happening i got the pleasure of playing with you quite quite a lot for scotland yeah yeah um i'll get on to some of the because one day that really I was gutted about was was uh, against Ireland in two thousand and eight when you got a ton and I would got to like twenty five no. yeah, yeah
1: you got four did you not get fought?
0: 25 did you get twenty oh. five I got I, I got thirty against New Zealand um the the, fo- the following day but I got in that day and I pulled a long hop off Kyle McCallan straight to mid wicket
1: um, I, I remember that day she yeah, played really
0: well that day yeah I was going well and I was I always look back and think I should have been the one not Colin Smith that came in and. Batted with you. I mean, fair play floppy for getting the score, but I think I should have went on to get 60, 70. That was the day that I'd, and batted bat with you to get 100. But yeah, We, we you, beat them, you, didn't we? We won. That yeah, we, we, we chased it down, two down or something. You also took, Gav, uh, an unbelievable catch that day. Blaney Bowling. Oh, and did score Yeah, but, we, but you, were like, you were like in a It was like a weird, like, sit in the middle kind of position. It wasn't on yeah. the boundary. And I, this I, thing think was, I,
1: was, I think I was daydreaming I was out of position. Oh. You were, I
0: think it was. I think it probably was. Gav. You, you were out of position. It's been things been and it was hit flat. And you've taken it one handed above
1: your head. Great catch remember that. Heaven forbid if I was out of position for Blaney. Jeez, can you imagine? Or you, or, or you leave a shower on and a ch- on a change. If it went off my head, he wouldn't have spoken to me for weeks.
0: Or, or you left a or, or when uh, left a shower on when Moni left the shower on in South Africa. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. Blaney lost the plot that day. I completely forgot about that. That was, and Money didn't—he didn't know it was Money. He just remembered. Oh, that, I mean, the sh- i think we lost to Ireland that day. Yeah. World first, World Cup, game. World, first game. Um. Obviously, emotions were high, and this shower was left on, and you just
1: i got playing. the giggles. Oh, no, this is when it all starts. This is when it all bloody starts. And, and
0: Monee just just dipping the head like. That was. That, that, it was, uh, it was that, a strange. It was a strange trip. That wasn't it. Yeah. no, It was. It was, it was I, I can't imagine it was one that you—you you look back too fondly of. We didn't end up uh, we didn't end up qualifying. We kept our ODI status. You, know, you, played, you played a fine knock against the UAE um, last well,
1: it was game. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. we only really just held on to the status, yeah. Only just held on to the status. It wasn't
0: it wasn't a great wasn't a great trip. You also in that same ninety-nine World Cup, um, you played Australia at Worcester. You got going in that game as well, Gav. You and George. God, you start you, you had a couple you had a couple of nice shots in that game and
1: yeah i played around that, i think we were, we got 180 or something yeah yeah, of, yeah i was back in six i think we were four down and yeah i got 30 odd yeah um, the end and just got on with it a little bit but george Salmon decided to charge Glenn
0: McGrath. that was quite entertaining
1: yeah remember that i like it though i loved it i love
0: <laughs> it. george a he's, he's a guy you mentioned he's a guy that i didn't get to play under his captaincy but i got to come to like uh, indoor training and stuff when george was just kind of coming to, and I would have loved to have played under him. Um, Do you know what, Shaky? If,
1: if I was ever a county coach or ever took kind on of a coaching sort of level or coaching or like a senior team or something, he would be the first person who I'd have in as a, as an A, an assistant coach or just as a sort of um, person to be around, mentor for any of the players. Yeah, fantastic. And I've been around some good people, but he's he's up there. Yeah, no,
0: George. I, I, one of the fittest men you'll ever meet as well. Oh, he was yeah. Ultimate, yeah. ultimate, ultimate, ultimate professional, but also a great man that loved to just
1: always very, smiling. Very childish,
0: so childish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, he was our under seventeen coach in the European Championships, and, and he brought the best out of us all. He he just yeah. you know you just really enjoyed that trip. Some coaches Brilliant. were kind of could be quite strict, and when you were in the junior, but George allowed us to express ourselves, and I think he was. You're, you're right in saying if he was to if he was to be an assistant coach or something, um, he would be perfect. Brilliant. Be perfect. He's, he's one of
1: those people you'd play.
0: You. Oh. We're still there. We're still there.
1: Sorry, mate. Can you? See yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Still here. That's, yeah. All, that's computer. Yeah, absolutely. You run through a brick wall for that lad. So that was
0: your your first big experience, Cricket World Cup, and Gavin Hamilton. That was when you kind of really announced yourself on the scene, and then that obviously got you noticed, albeit for a very short period of time. <laughs> But you played your um, your one and only Test match for England in Johannesburg. Um, yeah. Not one that you brought. I mean, look, you played a Test match for England. Yeah, not, every, not many people get to do that. It's, but you must feel a bit it's a bittersweet almost. You obviously <laughs> you had a you, you got you got zero in, in, in both innings. But you were up against a
1: a frightening attack. It wasn't. Yeah. Look, it was um, it was a free game to be honest. It was just typical, really. I think, um, yeah, it was, it's was funny because in those days, we went away the first week in November. We came back at the end of March. So it was five months at all. And we had four warm-up games, three warm-up games, three four-day warm-up games before the first test. Mm-hmm. And I was picked in the first warm-up game, so I bowled really well in um, in the in the practice. So I got picked. to batted eight, so I was excited eight to be in the first starting game. Didn't have a semi-decent game in Cape Town. Then went to I got 70-odd, and I got a couple of wickets. And... I was swinging it and I was shakes. honestly I could not put a foot wrong from 1998 1999 I did not have so the opportunity that. so the opportunity was coming at the oh, the, actually, right, the right the oh, right time this, do you know in my head this is all coming to a head I'll be playing in the first test I wasn't expected to I was only there as a one day player but in my head I couldn't put a foot wrong why would you not pick me I can't yeah. you know I'm bowling well I'm batting well I'm a good fielder so i well, in Bloemfontein, then went to Pretoria and we played against what was classed as South Africa 18 with Cullinan played, Steve Elworthy, um, a really strong side. Mm-hmm. Um, I got four for a bit, got a couple of 20s, and God have got to pick me. And then uh, also and got picked in the test, I was so excited because I was just so confident. I didn't, you know, and then that morning, out of nowhere, the pitch, the, the ground was, you could see a cloud in between the grounds. So it, that's how low the clouds were. So we, got, we didn't start on time. Mm-hmm. We pulled away the covers And it was You could see Probably a couple of millimetres Of water on the pitch Of just dew oh. So we pulled the covers Off for it to dry But as you know In South Africa It soon cleared mm-hmm. And it was still A little bit cloudy And I thought Shit We've got to Flip and win the toss here Otherwise yeah. this is going to be A horror show Yeah And off we lost the toss And we ended up batting We we're, were four for two Four wickets for two runs mm-hmm. I was batting eight Freddie was batting seven So we were four down He hadn't got his pads on I was in the shower not, not a word of a lie. Um, and in those, you, in the test matches, it, it's ten seconds behind on the TV screen, so you can hear them cheer. Yeah. And then they, haven't, they can turn around to bowl. Yet, yeah, so it's running around putting his pads on. I'm running around sticking my pads on. I think I went out at eighty for six or seventy for six or something. And Alan Donald had struggling with his wrist in those days, and he started bowling these massive in swingers, and it was just unplayable. It was a freak. It was yeah. a freak pitch in South Africa. There was no way back. And yeah. honestly, getting more. For the first time, the confidence was shot, and it was, it was a long way back from there. But and then,
0: and then you, 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 you probably were hoping then you'd go out and get get some wickets, but unfortunately, um, you you bowled you bowled probably what how many overs did you bowl ten
1: overs? Did you bowl? No, I bowled sixteen. I went for sixty. odd so I bowled okay, um, but I I didn't. I was a swing bowler. I didn't get the ball until forty fifth over with the cooking around. I might as well just bowled on and run. Okay. So, who, so who, really was atta- who was the attack? Who was the attacker ahead? We had a you really got? good. Ass- we had a good attack with Malali, Goff, Caddick, Flintoff, myself. I'm missing one. Flintoff, Malali, Goff, Caddick, Flintoff, me. I think
0: that was it. Five. Um, that's a lot. So these- that's, that's, a, that's a lot of seamers. Um, yeah. So Malali obviously was expected to swing it. Caddick swung it quite big as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could have done with getting the. You probably suffered because you've played that many seamers. If you'd yeah, been the fourth seamer, exactly. you probably you probably would have got the ball a
1: bit sooner. Yeah, come on, come on, first change and I've had half a sniff, but there was no way back. And then second innings, I went out, obviously bagged them. But I, <laughs> another ridiculous scenario. It was about seven, no, about eighteen minutes. I can remember looking at the clock till the end of play on the third day, maybe. We we're miles behind, him. Alex Stewart was playing it with his belly. I promise yeah. you, he was smashing it everywhere. Donald's got fume coming out of his ears people banging on the ball ring, all the South Africans absolutely shit-faced
0: yeah.
1: as he's running in and, and Alex Stewart's hooking and pulling him for fun and he's got a man out of cow, deep square leg, fine leg and he's just taking him on and, and he pitched one up and caught Stewart on the back foot and got caught at point. I'm yeah. thinking, surely I not. He's <laughs> bowling late 90s here, eight <laughs> minutes before the end of play. <laughs> I'm just thinking uh, can't happen. You were probably yeah. just setting open, obviously Stewart sees this. get through the night. Yeah. So you went yeah. out with eight minutes to go. Eight minutes to go and I uh Freddie came down and he said, oh, shit, he's bowling <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it from the side on. So anyway, you know, I left the first couple and the set and the uh, he bowled into my hips and I smashed it to backwards square and the guy just picked up Oh god, this isn't gonna happen. And I had to is bowling the other end. So <laughs> Get me uh, down that end. Well, uh, yeah, Fred's just blocking the shit out of it <laughs> to the end of the play, and then he just I, I left left balls and then he bought an unbelievable bounce, and it just. Yeah, I seen that. I remember seeing that. You've you've tried yeah. to you've tried to evade that, it. That's the prime example of what the English press were like in those days. All of a sudden, I had an issue with the short ball. I mean, <laughs> and that was it. So I started, you know. Yeah, but bad who bad. didn't have who didn't
0: have an issue with the short ball facing Alan Donald and a dick like that? So yeah, it was, so, uh, so what was it like
1: after that gap? Was it just like uh, you're done, mate? Yeah, it was tough. It's pretty similar to you in South Africa as well. You know, it was, a, it <laughs> yeah. was a, and that was it. And things I knew. Um, two days later, they picked the side for in Durban in a four-day game. I wasn't picked, so I knew the writing was on the wall. But you don't, you don't get back in the nets. The coaches don't talk yeah. to you. It yeah, was, It was just really weird, and I found yeah. that a real strange setup. And, and now I thought, right, the one-day series is coming up. I've got a sniff at this. That's what I'm good at. Didn't yeah. Sniff, but because of they thought I had a problem with the short ball.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but so I mean,
0: fun great fun. Yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of there, England's loss is it was Scotland's gain, because you went on, you went on, you went on obviously to play um, another 50 over World Cup in the West yeah. Indies and Caribbean, um, what's your, what's your, what's your highlights of that World Cup? Oh, we, we struggled that World Cup thing. Yeah, we didn't do it, we didn't, we didn't, no. didn't do it I mean, too well.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, came back from the England Tour, then had another good year at Yorkshire, then all the bowling started going tits up, and I, felt, I, I struggled from then on in. I think it was, um, I knew my career was going downhill, probably two years after the England Tour, 2001. We won the County Championship, I had a good year, not great. Okay, I was in and out, a couple of injuries. And then 2002, it started going a bit pear-shaped for me, for obvious reasons. Yeah, and, but, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about that,
0: obviously, Gav. Yeah. Um, probably not something that you... No, you, look, you, you look back at it too fondly, but um, I believe it was in the biggest, biggest arena yeah. as well with, uh, between Lancashire and Yorkshire. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't.
1: No, it wasn't. no I, actually, do you know what? I'll, I'll I've read a an about. article. I've read an article that said it happened during a. No, it wasn't. No, it, was it? wasn't. It was absolutely not. I'll tell you where it kicked off. It was actually before the England tour. This is where the first seed came. Actually, came into my head. Uh, I'd just been picked for England. Yep. David Byers-Folmer, we were in Scarborough in those days. We used to have the Scarborough Festival, so we would play four one-day games during the week. Great fun. Social, good cricket. Just enjoy yourself. Yep. There'll be yep. 5,000 people. Great fun. Um, we are playing against Durham in the Festival game the next um, two days later. And David byers me asked. He said, well done, congratulations. Well to playing for England tour. Great news. haven't had a barbecue at mine tomorrow night. Not, you don't have to play against Durham. Just enjoy yourself, celebrate it. And, you know, like, saying that to me yeah, yeah. is like a rag to a ball, isn't it? Yeah. So we're in Scarborough. Be picked for England. I'm not playing the next day. Yeah. yeah. I'm putting myself <laughs> in 50. I'm going out to play. <laughs> I'm going out to play that night. Yeah. So I, I got I strolled in that quarter six, half five quarter six. Yeah. It's just one of those nights. It was just brilliant, brilliant night. Got to the ground. Um, so I was just hiding in the corner, just throwing a few balls to people and Dave said, you're playing. I said, what? He says you're playing. Because I said, you told me two days and I'm not playing. He said, no, you're playing. Dave was really hard, no arguments. It's his yeah. way of you playing. I just I just physically couldn't do it. Luckily enough we won the toss and we were batted. Yeah. And he batted me at nine he knew I was shit faced.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I opened the bowling. I was absolutely still still pissed at one o'clock past two in the afternoon. And I, I remember, and I had a brand new board. I, I literally couldn't let go of it. I was, yeah. I was bowling it to fine leg, Oof. but I, it, I was just I was bowling it the second slip. And Dave said, Are you alright? I said, No, I'm not alright, Dave. <laughs> <I'm> not <busy."> <laughs> <laughs> and stupidly enough, luckily enough, I actually pulled my hamstring in the second over. Or I strained it or something, so I had to go off. And everyone thought he's faking he's me, but I, I didn't. Um, but that started the whole process. That was the first time. Yeah, it was just something I thought. So then, obviously, then it. Then it all kicked off in 2003, actually against Leeds Bradford University, the bowling down the hill where I felt the most comfortable ever bowling, and I just, you know, I just bowled a couple of wides, and all of a sudden it just felt like a ping pong ball. Um, it's just one of those. But thing is, it wasn't. It didn't just happen. There's a process to it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, not, a, it's, a, it's
0: a, I've not. Done, it's not at the same scale as you, Gav. I mean, you know that I used to bowl a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, out, of the, out of the in South Africa T20 World Cup, I remember remember setting about you a few times in those indoor Centurion nets with my left armers. But very similar, I stopped bowling when I was like 1920, and it was just yeah. a build-up in two or three games where I just the ball, I, I couldn't get the ball. It's like like where you would not a guy like you who would never think about it, just run up, yeah. hit the pitch. It can just it can just go, it just, it can, and it never really. But unfortunately for you, never really. That was that. That was
1: pretty much it with the ball. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you're absolutely right. It doesn't just happen. There's a you know, there's little things that started, and then a couple of times on the England tour, I just didn't feel right. And all of a sudden, it just built and built and built. And and in those days, you know, look, if it happened now, I would have dealt with it so differently. In those days, it was just I felt like I was weak. Yeah. It felt like you know I was embarrassed. You know, yeah. Top top player at Yorkshire. You know, I can't hit the cut bit, and I was genuinely so. So I went the other way rather than going. I need oh, to help. Sorry, let's oh, deal with it. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had Steve Oldham, Arnold side on his side bottom, old school guys. who were, just ball, just get on with it. Dust
0: yeah. yourself off and get on with it, basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. which which wasn't as easy as that. You know, looking back and it. Look, I didn't sleep for three years. I was it was an awful time. Yeah. So I never really recovered. You know, that's how. I was always I was a very very frustrated cricketer for the next eight years. Yeah, because me. because Every time I go out to field, I think I, I could I bowl know. better. Yeah. 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 I'm,
0: well, I'm, actually, I'm, it's funny. One of my first tours with you, Gav, Namibia away. Um, we we went out to Namibia, went oh, to, to yeah. play, and and you just turned around one day and we're like, oh, we, we went to have a practice session and somewhere, um, and you started bowling a couple, and you were bowling quicker than any of the like pretty much the rest of the attack, and you said one day, or you said, to, I, think, I think it was Watson
1: that was captain at the time, you just said, I'm going to have a bowl. And you yeah. probably
0: got through a couple of overs. You got through a couple of yeah, overs. Well, I, I can
1: remember you yeah, had both three overs, but that was that was just a real, that summed it up with really you over the next eight years. I just wanted to do it, but I didn't want to put myself through that. That same, that, I was, that's, why I,
0: that's why I was surprised that time when, I think because I knew obviously what had happened with your, with your bowling. Um, and I think, I think you just thought, well, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If I spray it in the first over, I'll just stop yeah. bowling. But you just—I mean—it was still clearly there. You were getting it yeah. through, but no, it, 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 it wasn't enough to to want to. I think you didn't—you clearly didn't want to put yourself through that again because no, anybody, trick, yeah. anybody, anybody that it happens to, um, it's not a nice—it's not a nice feeling because I, I stopped bowling when I was twenty, and up until then, and the nineteen World Cup. I opened the bowling, and when the bowling went it's... Never quite was the same. The same no. Yeah, I mean,
1: Shiki, I, was a, I, was a, I was, an opening bowler. I, mean, I batted, I batted six, seven, eight. I, I could bat.
0: Yeah.
1: of you know, some, you know, played for Scotland. I ended up opening the batting, but every single game I was so frustrated. You know, I, was, I wasn't. You know, I, I, in the way I sort of resented the game, I sort of, I was just, I took it out in the game. And that's probably reflected my performances in the number of games. And you know, I just got a bit. Yeah, I was eighty percent of the player. I was seventy percent of the player that I could have been.
0: Yeah, um, anyway. it, it, it's a, it's, look, Gav, you still you still did, you still achieved some great heights with the ball. I mean, the fact that you got picked for a Test team to play for England as a guy that could bowl shows yeah. how good a cricketer you were. So mm-hmm. it's, it's unfortunate. I know what you're saying. You probably could have went on and, and been even, you know, an all-round cricketer yeah. even more. But you were still a good enough batter to yes. you know hold yes. your hold, hold your own, and you you, you know you, you opened the bat for Scotland for quite a few years to come after that. Um, I went to the T20 World Cup with you in South Africa, which was a which was a great trip. Um, we played two warm up games. One again, you, you
1: got a few runs,
0: didn't you? Yeah, bloody games. right, bloody right. I got a few. I felt hard done by on that trip as well. I had a fight, I had an argument with Ryan Watson and uh, Pete Steindl. Uh, Did you get thirty odd? Yeah, I got thirty odd against Zimbabwe of uh, eighteen balls. And that was I, and right. I, yeah, I remember I, that. I, and, and I went pretty well. And unfortunately, at that point, I was up against. I didn't ever see myself as being out. Obviously, I was never competing against, I was more competing with like a Neil McCallum at that point, that, you know, that, that position. And um, we have been told when we arrived there that whoever performs in the two warm-up games is going to play against Pakistan. I remember that, yeah. Um, you so get
1: I'm, runs, you play. You get runs,
0: you play. So I walked off the pitch that day and I was thinking... And I was getting a few taps in the back and saying, you're going to play against Pakistan. So I went back to the hotel. I've obviously got loads of family in Pakistan. I contacted everybody, I'm playing against Pakistan, make sure you're there, make sure you're watching, and playing. And then I got taken downstairs to the hotel lobby. Um, with the, and that's where Pete Stein and my, my relationship probably started getting a little bit sour from there. But I, I don't I don't think it was so much Pete, it was again, it was more, more Ryan, I don't think he really wanted me on that trip. Um, and he said to me, you know, we're going to go for experience and I just lost the plot. And I was like, what do you mean you're going for experience? What was the point in bringing me out here Then I'm here to play? You know, mm-hmm. you said if we perform, we're going to play. Um, and then, it, it, is, it is what it is. Look, I still had yeah. a great experience. It was amazing. Yeah, to,
1: it, was, it was amazing to you, be there. You, you like playing shaky, didn't you? You wanted to yeah. get stuck, yeah, in, I the
0: stuck in, in your game, was no, it? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I got bloody good at it in South Africa. By the end of, by the, end of the trip, I was a, an absolute master of it. Um, but mm-hmm. it was all a horrible, right. ho- ho- horrible thing to do for six weeks. And you no, no. experienced it after your, your test match. You know how it feels to be away from home. And it, I, looking back, I was definitely depressed. They used to call me the lizard. Kyle and the boys just call me lizard because I'd have the blinds closed and the curtains closed. A couple of times you probably came out of the room and were like, "Shakes, right. come on, get yourself right. out of the get yourself out of the room." But I was just, I just didn't want to be there. I feel your I mean, pain, lad.
1: I feel your pain. Don't you worry.
0: So you know, it's not all it's it's not all it's cracked up to be when you're away on tour If things aren't going right. It can be quite a no, it's quite awful. A, it's,
1: it's, a it's a lonely place, place mate. It's, a lonely but place. Things
0: are, it's good to see that things have changed since uh, Jonathan Trot yep. a couple Hello. many years ago spoke out, um, and things are now changed that people have got you know mental health therapists and stuff that are way on tour with them that yeah. can help them through these kind of challenges absolutely. which is, which is which is awesome because you know for the next generation you wouldn't want your son to go through something like that you'd want him yeah, to have this yeah. you'd want him to have the support. Um, so that was a that was a good world cup. Unfortunately we didn't get to play against India. The game got yeah. g- game got rained off and what's funny is those two teams went on to be the went on to be Fantastic. the finalists. Um, yeah. Unfortunately Pakistan didn't quite get over the line I was rooting for Pakistan um, good and then, India in those days, yeah, good, good, good side indeed. And then you led Scotland into a, a World Cup yourself um, in England, yeah. and you which would obviously a, such a must right at the twilight of your career must have Basically. been a very special, special
1: time. Yeah, I, yeah. I often think about the way I'm, when I was captain. I was I wasn't a great captain by my own admission. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wasn't the first to put my hands up and take over the job. But I don't think at that time. Um, I try to think who, yeah, Pete was obviously coach, and I think it was Ryan, wasn't it? Ryan, who was co- captain before. You know, I, I enjoyed being one of the lads, you know I me. Mean, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was never one for, you know, I did the right things in game days, I loved the night out, and, you know, that's didn't, just, didn't, the worst, didn't, like. didn't take things too seriously, you never no, used no, to do absolutely this. not, And then my whole mindset had to change as captain, and I did it because I don't think anybody was really a dead cert to play in those days. Yeah. It was a big transition period that Pete had to sort of, sort of see through. Um, yeah, but I looked at it as a challenge, and you know it boils back, and I, and it went back to when I said at the start we going back to Ireland about bickering, Scotland teams bickering, and it always annoyed me whenever it, there's always two or three people in every single setup I played in that bickered, and that South Africa trip was hit the nail on the head for me because I I, I don't know if you remember I used to go out a lot, but I kept myself at a distance that trip because I was getting found myself getting wound up by the way yeah. we weren't winning. And people were finding excuses, and the team talks weren't what they used to, should have been. Yeah, just a big. So as a captain, I thought in my head, do you know what? Let's just grow some balls. If I had anything over this next year and a half, I want us to grow some balls and not be a team that i expecting to lose. Not be a team that you know take a step backwards. And this is what I learned at Yorkshire, I've been with some great lads who found a way to win and never took a step back. Yeah. But, you know, but don't, um, no criticism whatsoever of any of the players are the hardest working, some of the greatest lads I've played with. Mm-hmm. It's just I always felt we didn't have that edge. So that, as a captain, I thought, right, we're going to do this. And it boils back to me being a frustrated bowler. I wanted, I wanted to bowl. Yeah. So I, I fell out with a few players. There's certainly more bowlers more than anything. Well, uh, that
0: brings me to the campaign didn't get off to a great start because one of you are probably big mates and somebody you went, went back with quite a long way. Um there was a big fallout with John Blaine obviously, who who left the left the squad yeah. um, and didn't go into the you know didn't go into the World Cup. What what's your what's your what's your feelings on
1: that? Uh me, me and Blaine were best of mates. We we still we're still best mates. You know, it was a uh, we we both of us have never really talked about it. It's one of those things we bury our head in the sand around. But look, I I look back on it and it, you know, I dealt with it in the wrong way. You know, it was one of those we we should have beat Bangladesh in a warm up game, and I was getting really frustrated within myself. Of we set game plans as bowlers, mm-hmm. and we should have defended this. Oh, I, I always had this mindset to to all our bowlers that run in, bowl hard, go hard, go for four, don't give a monkeys. Yeah, do not. Do not float it. Do not try and get it in a place. Commit to something. and you know, We had plans about bowling short, as loads of slow balls against Bangladesh, and bring fine leg up if they wanted to scoop, no pace. Those things we had game plans. And we just kept bowling length. And I just thought, wow, this this isn't good enough. We're going into a World Cup. Um, and I, we sat everyone down. I should have, one thing I did learn after being a cancer is that you take a step back, then you do it. You don't do it in the emotion. Yeah. Um, and I did it against New Zealand as well and, you know, I'm embarrassed the way I react, but it was... It's emotional, Gab,
0: it's emotion. It's not yeah. like,
1: it's not that you're trying to,
0: it's not that you're, it's a personal bandetta against anybody. You no. just sometimes, you, you're passionate, you want, your, you want your guys to do well and you have probably Absolutely. just frustration
1: was, more than anything. Yeah, and it goes back to me mentally thinking, Christ, well, I could be doing this. And that yeah. was, I think that was more of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a mental health interview, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, so look, and Blaney, Blaney texted me on the bus. Yeah. I said this is bullshit. I'm going home. So I didn't take him seriously. Like, like when he did the shower in South Africa. Yeah. I, so I, I, I loved him to bit. So whenever anyway, he dragged me aside in the hotel, he came. I'm going home. I think don't think you're dealing with this right. And I was still fuming about this. And I said, okay, Blaney, just go. Thinking we'll have a chat about it later. Yeah. The next thing I heard, he you know he's on the train back to back up. Yeah. North. Yeah. So. Yeah, it it caused a lot of issues and I'd love to have had him around me because he's got a great cricket brain, Blaney. You know, he's yeah. It's um
0: he's also he's, just, he's also a, a, he's also a very, very, very intense character. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, absolutely. And, and, we clashed. That was yeah, the first time we clashed. Yeah, um, sounds like sounds like first like and last time. Yeah, first and first first, first you know, yeah. I, I spoke I, I Blaney actually contacted me when I spoke out and did my my article about Pete Steindl, which you know, I never read that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little look yeah, at yeah,
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You need to have a read of that, Gavin. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't hold back uh, any punches. Um, but Blaney was one of the first guys that contacted me, um, and he kind of spoke to me quite in depth about it because he'd obviously had his own experience. And I kind of got the feeling there was a bit of regret, obviously regret for, for him yeah. for, for him to miss out on playing in a World Cup. I mean, that sounds like. Somebody just had to grab both of you, get you into get you into a room, separate you from everybody else, and just say, "Right, lads, sort sort this out." But in, but,
1: but, in but, hindsight, we would it, have dealt with things. You, we all have dealt with things so differently. I mean, absolutely. Like, like, we, we didn't speak for for a year or so. We both sort of uh, were stubborn, but we'll both say now that look, it was just it that we I dealt with it wrongly. I should never have spoke to the players like that at the end of the game. Yeah, I did it, I did it a few times throughout my captaincy, just through frustration because I just thought. You know we've got to be better than this, and and people chanting about kit it bugged me. Just you've got kit; it's not going to affect your play because your t-shirt yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to affect how good. A when kid when
0: when you, you want people to when, when you want people to focus on doing what's what you you don't want to hear any other crap. No. You don't want to hear any other nonsense that's going on. So um yeah, you know that World Cup was it had some had some ups, it had some downs. New Zealand game in particular, seven overs or something, You scored. Ninety odd,
1: not ninety odd and eight overs, didn't we? Yeah,
0: and and they but chased
1: it. They chased it with an over to go. I, I, yeah, I thought I, I thought that I thought I was a sure victory for us that game. Do you know what, Shaky? That just that game summed up everything I was trying to do as a captain, and try to. I'll say it again, I did it wrong, but is try to get prepare players for that for that occasion. That yeah. will come around one in a thousand times when yeah. we get a chance to beat an international team in a World Cup. Ninety or eight overs. We can dictate this game by setting the fields. We, yeah. We're what, was it? what was the power play? What was the power play? How, how Two, I mean? overs. Two overs. Two overs. What was power play? Um, uh, yes, and I, we, we sat everyone down and said, right boys, I don't give a monkey's what you're thinking. You can bowl the odd slower ball, but let's get this full. We'll stick men back. You can have man on the paddle. Full. Full tosses, don't mind. Full. full. Um, I could just see in a, a few of our bowlers' faces. they are just gone. they do they, They're all over the place. They're nervous. The whole occasion got to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Bowling no balls for fun. And it was just... This was the occasion we were... I was mentally thinking this is how I wanted all our players to prepare for. Yeah. To deal with pressure situations. Anyone could bowl a Yorker at the Grange in June against Clydesdale. Yeah. Against South Africa at the Oval. At the Oval. Yeah. And we were were actually... We were terrible. It was just... just, Everyone went into the show.
0: Yeah. it It just didn't sound like it was a... Particularly the great campaign. I mean, it's so special to play in a World Cup. Um, uh, it just didn't sound like it clicked. Some, some highlights, I was chatting to Kyle yesterday, um, Catch of Mark Boucher. He, he's, G- the, he's the first to confess that he um, screwed that one up. He'd actually ran in a few balls before it, and then he said then he thought he'd screwed it again, and then ultimately took one of the great catches that now still gets played, um, when you see an archive of the great catches. So there was some great moments. He, 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 he there's a cup. There also about controversy over his inclusion. Did you have anything to do with him coming back into the, the side? Because there was
1: a bit No, of I wasn't. I wasn't involved in selection. I was involved on day selection, not so much squad selection. I stayed clear of that. That wasn't my. Wasn't was it, wasn't, no, Was no, it? your I, thing? Not the so, squad. I, I was picked. there in the final eleven.
0: So we're getting towards the end end of things now, Gav. One other thing I want to, to finish with, and is again a memory of me playing with you was um, I got the pleasure of playing against Australia at the Grange Um, we went um, we went out to went out to field first Um, we started okay Nelly got uh, Warner out quite early Um, we steadily got Gouds got five five wickets Um, we steadily kind of chipped away at the Aussies David Hussey played a a seriously good knock Um, Adam Voges got some runs Um, and then we went out to bat now, I a pre- previous to this, I played against New Zealand. What well, did
1: they got three hundred? Did they? Got uh, they got three
0: hundred. Not many. Uh, no, or yeah, and you, you, had, and I remember, I remember it well. You came out of the changing room. You said, if we get, if we get two seventy plus, and we get near this year, we're all going out in Edinburgh tonight. I'm staying up in Edinburgh. And we're all going out. <laughs> so you know, that was like people. You know, it was always great to have you up up from down south. Um, so you know, we were we were pumped. You and Fraser Watts walked out to bat. And you set about the Aussies. I mean, properly set about the Aussies. Like, Lee was getting hit. Johnson's getting hit. Fraggles flicking Watson over mid-wicket. You're leaning back, launching them down the ground. I think off Johnson one shot in particular, remember? Yeah. You did move your feet. You just leaned back and smashed them down the ground. And we must have been 50, 60 without loss.
1: And, yeah, you know, we were going, we were going. Yeah, to we, were, we were 60 on after 10-overs. 60 right? on after 10-overs. Who's the, who's the left arm of the Dutch Australian?
0: Nanez. Left. Nanez. He was quick. He was yeah. quick. So then Ryan Watson went in at three. Uh, Fraggle got out, and it was actually really soft the way Fraggle got out. He got done by a, because he, he, he was going really well, and he, 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 yeah. he, must, he must judge one. Watson came out. Brett Lee bowls him a, a snotty, slower ball, full toss, and gets bowled. And involved, then yeah. I, I came I came into battle four. Now Gav, don't know how much you remember about this. Lee had one ball left in the over. <laughs> yeah, he bounced it, didn't he? <laughs> you've you've come you've he come,
1: did that, he Yeah, yeah, that's
0: right, that's right. You you've come down to me and you've like, Shake it. It's slow. The the wicket's slow, it's not quick. Just play your game, just back yourself. So I've taken middle, looked up, and you're like ten years seven, eight years ago I was sitting as a a little boy in my house watching Brett Lebo in a, a test match in Australia just thinking oh imagine facing him and you know I, my heart was pumping and I was thinking he's going to york me he's definitely going to york me I've just come in he's got one <laughs> ball left he's going to york me so I've got my bat, back left very low and no lo and behold he bounced me first ball and it was the full like I jumped you seemed to be off of no, it just kind of went through me, and I managed to, and then he stood in front of me and did all this, boom, 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 like, did a couple of boxing moves, and, and the camera comes on me, and it's like...
1: Your I eyes do like,
0: are something. Yeah, yeah I, do, I, do <laughs> like a, I do like a little smile, but my heart was... And then obviously, an over or so later, Johnson pinned me on the... I've gone to, I actually misjudged that one. I couldn't pick his length up that day. Yeah, he
1: bowed quick that day. When he,
0: when he bowls short, though, it doesn't look like it's... And I misjudged, and it was only really about this height. But kind of, and it hit me there. Tim Payne caught it, and I was honestly thinking, just give me out. I'm, out. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be here. I couldn't grip the, my top hand. I couldn't grip the top hand of the bat. Um, and then obviously, what I ended up doing was Nathan Horrocks came on. I always look back and regret what I did. They had a long on out, and they had mid yeah. off in. And I think I tried to go. Too, I tried to go two inside it just so. Sort of, and I was quite good at coming down the wicket to spinners. Normally, I should have just came down to him because I actually got to the pitch, but I yeah. got two inside it, and it hit Tim Payne's gloves. Cameron and White juggled it and got out, and then I just was getting into the changing room, and you decided to hit a full toss. From Dave oh, Hussey. Off, off Hussey, yeah, yeah of course yeah. it was. Straight straight to mid-wicket. You know, you that know? was one
1: of the most frustrating. I, 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 was in, I was playing quite well that day and I missed it. Oh, God, I missed out on a big score against Westfield. You Australia, did, right? you but, did
0: miss out on a big score. and You yeah. came into the changing room and I was just finishing getting the pads off and you were, ah, steam was coming out of your ears. You were know, no, launching no. stuff. I, was, I, wasn't, that. I didn't normally get annoyed at
1: getting out. No, did
0: you I, didn't. You but, didn't. I think, I think that no. day, you know, you drew, you gave an opportunity, opportunity away to go away. To, to go away and get a big one because you were creaming it. Great yeah, game, that's it? it. That's it. Uh, that's that. Pretty much. The only the other memory I had of playing at that level with you is I played against New Zealand with you, um, in, a, in an yep. ODI up at Manor Field. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you remember that day. I got bounced a couple of times by Gillespie, and then I just decided to start backing away, and I just started swinging, and I got a couple, got a couple away. Victoria managed to get away, and it, again, we, very. He was going
1: all over
0: the place. I remember. was tough. T- Tim Southie bowled, bowled some good, some good. Yeah. And similar that day, I did. I got out to Grant Elliott and I tried to just. nerd oh, it. Like, no, exactly. I, I look back now and think I should have had an ODI fifty that day because I was on twenty. I was coming on, coming near thirty, and I probably should have gone on to get fifty that day. And they're I, the worst ones, aren't they? You uh, can remember
1: that you just give it away.
0: They're really horrible because that yeah. would that would have been really enjoyable to say that oh, fifty. Oh, absolutely. against many New
1: times shaky boy. There were good times though. were you know, we you look back on these things and you just think, if only. You know, the number of times you just think, if I only did this. And but if I yeah. look at but but, Gav, I mean, look look at the look at the experiences
0: that you that you, you did have. I mean, you you've done you've, you've done some done some amazing things. And and I think the highlight of your career was at Chesterley Street that day. Yeah. I think that I think that really yeah. announced everybody
1: knew who Gavin Hamilton was after that. I think was, um, the Scottish cricket wasn't big, was it in those days? No, it was, not at all. We, we could compete, so we weren't just these little. Little kids just coming and turning up and making idiots of us. No so pros, we, no we pros, funny, which, which we thought everyone thought was going to happen.
0: There was no pros. I mean, you would have no. been one of you would have been along with maybe James Brinkley, Brinkley and Blaney and Blaney. So three pros yeah. now. Um, you've got a good ten of the boys that are contracted with Scotland, and, and it shows. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you would have been very proud to see um, Scotland beat England.
1: Um, um, that, was, that, that was that was unreal were you there that day did you, did you come up for the game no 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 I watched it on TV though. It was, it yeah was, same I, I saw I, I think I finished in 2010 I can't remember um, and you probably played through that transition I think we had uh, Moller was coach in 2005 yeah. he was yeah. one of them brilliant coach superb yeah. coach to have he was a great manager and then it was um, who came up Juddy, yeah, Jaddy Jaddy, Jaddy, Jaddy. bloke yeah. Brilliant, another one of my favorite coaches when we'll only get on with it. And then Pete Dunnington came in, yeah, yeah. We. We won't I go don't, into
0: I don't. Class. Well, see, the thing is that I, I actually got on very well with Drinan, but I know a couple mm-hmm. of the guys they didn't really. It's no, interesting, I, it's interesting you say about Andy Mose because Andy Mose was a big influence, he was the one that gave me my debut to play for Scotland. Yeah.
1: He got pushed out by player power, so you obviously went one of them. The, the, no, the, I, was, I was still down down south, I, that was a big bugbear of mine, Shake. Yeah, because I, I knew Mola through playing against him. And to this day, I'll tell you, the best coaches are the best man managers. You're not a coach. You're not there to tell people how to battle ball. You're there to make sure the team works together. That's yeah. not how I see a coach work. Yeah, yeah. Mola was superb at it. Uh, Juddy, brilliant at it. Yeah. Um, that's why myself and probably Pete Drinning clashed, because his outlook on... Uh, we fell out, me and Drino in, uh, in not fell out. It started in, in uh, Mombasa in Kenya. Yeah. Um, we, we, we were struggling. We lost a couple of games, ODIs. Warm ups ahead of the T20 qualifiers. And when he did 30 or 15 overs, me and Maka were in, six wickets left, we couldn't lose. Yeah. Me and Maka were batting, he says, How are you going to play it, Gavin? I said, Look, we're going to win this, we're going to win this properly. Yeah. So we playing a few shots, a couple of calculated gambles, and Maka got out with 10 to win or something. So five wickets left. Yeah. Then I got out, we won, we pissed it. And Drino came and I said, What's this calculated gamble you and Maka were doing? Rather than celebrating the win, yeah. he was looking at the technical side around yeah. it and I just, I thought we're gonna, I'm gonna struggle with this lad. So we I think,
0: we, never, I think, we never really I think, got on since. I think it's a bit similar to what I kind of experienced with Pete Steindl. There was games where I'd walk off and I'd scored some runs, and it'd be, well, you should have got seventy rather than sixty-eight. You missed mm. two singles, and you're like, what? Like, yeah, it's a bit too. It's a bit. bit now, it's a bit. Sometimes it's a bit. I know. I know they say it's fine margins and stuff like that. But mm. if you're winning and you're and you've had success probably wasn't the best time. Maybe, maybe it would have been better to just say, Gav, listen mate, next time, can you see that through? That
1: might, that, that might, that maybe would have... I would have, disagre- have disagreed with him, I think it was, but look, we don't need uh, to do it. Yeah. But you know, everyone has different uh, preferences different, of uh, coaches. I mean, I, myself and Pete, I got on really well with Pete and he was, he was a perfect man manager for me because he would just let me do what I want. But he was a stronger character than he made out, Pete. He, he, he let you know if he wasn't happy. Uh, um, so I, I always found, though, Gab, that Pete changed as a coach
0: after South Africa because in South Africa you had yourself, Ryan Watson, Craig Wright, you know, John Blaine, and he did, did but it. But it's interesting to hear you say that. He would let you know if he, if he had something to say strongly than yeah. you think. I always found that he changed after that. When you guys all retired all at once, he then tried to kind of come down quite hard in the next
1: generation. Was, do you know what, Shaky? Was a, he... He had the hardest job, I think, of any Scotland coach. Yeah. Of having from that 2005 team where Moeller looked after probably the, one of the best units bar nowadays of players that just turned up and knew their role and just gel. Yeah. So he obviously had people retiring yeah. in and out. Yeah. And then a fair... It's a fine line of trying to find that next generation, how these guys are going to slot into this and the way he wants to play. Yeah. So he'd have probably been tough on you guys because he'd have yeah. wanted you to toughen up. Yeah. to bring in and, and you know it's just how you communicate things and you
0: know but and i'm sure you know i you know you know pete well He's yeah yeah I, I mean i I I look, I I look back i look back and this is where it's sad i spoke out in that article gab but that was just because i was frustrated not to be playing for my yeah. country at that point but prior to that pete Steindl had a big influence on my career from when i was a, when i was a boy coming through and yeah. um, pete Steindl gave me the opportunity along with adrian burrow out in namibia i wasn't going to be playing in that game yeah and you know th- Again, Ryan Watson wasn't looking likely to pick me um, and, and, and they thought they argued the case. I wasn't going to play against New Zealand. I don't know if you remember when we were warming up at Manofield, there was an argument taking place between Pete and Ryan Watson because Pete had said, I'm playing and Fraser Watson's not playing and Ryan wanted Fraser Watson to play. And I could I, I could actually, I knew what the conversation was and Pete, so there's times when I look back and I, and I think I probably shouldn't have done the article. I yeah. probably shouldn't, uh, you know, I should have been more patient and found a way to just communicate better with Pete. But it was just a phone call one day, and Pete basically kind of said to me, No, you're, you're and he named a few guys that I didn't think were, were better players than me. And I, I just, you I, always wear your heart on your sleeve, Shay.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, well, well, uh, no, yeah, I
0: kind of want to. No, but there's nothing personal. There's, there's no, definitely nothing a, personal. He's a nice man. He maddie. had an
1: incredibly tough job, mate. He had a, a horrible job to deal with. I mean, we weren't a good side. There's nothing, you're, you're only as good as your players. We weren't yeah. a good team. We were an yeah. unsettled. And that South Africa tour was, like I said, it was awful. He was coaching a, a team of fifteen lads who was just chuntered. No, no we, we were no, not happy, and they weren't I got, really. I think, I think Ryan was struggling. I think Ryan was struggling with the batting.
0: Ryan, 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 Ryan started struggling from pretty much South Africa onwards. He had a really bad. He, so, he, had yeah. he had a really bad tour in South Africa. It was only really you and Kyle out of the whole squad. I remember that fronted up in that tour and actually started scoring runs because the, the batting, the batting
1: unit was starting to go. Yeah, I remember do you remember do you remember Pete coming in that one um that one um, team meeting and he said, you know what, we've got a mirror here of all the players. Have a good hard fucking look at yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought it was really good. Yeah, thought, no, it was it was needed. I walked off thinking, do you know what, Pete? Because I was in my head, I could hear people moaning. Yeah. I thought, do you know what? Good on you. Good on you, because that bloody sums it up. You're here to do something. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not it's
0: nice. not his fault. It's not his fault or his fault. It's no, it's unit. You, you need to take a look in the mirror, you need to go out and score yeah. runs. Um, and you, yeah. you obviously you and Kyle did that um, obviously that was a tour as well when Afghanistan announced himself now I'll never forget this Craig right I've got Righty coming on um, Have at, at, <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've got him coming on uh, at the week but it, it was we were in a team meeting Gav you got a bit frustrated as well that day because Juddy started going through all the Afghanistani players he was like to this guy, oh, Shazad. This guy, this and this guy.
1: Were we see will we see down on the outfield?
0: No, we, we were in a. We were in a one hotel. This was just in, the hotel, in one of the hotel rooms. This is we'd all got together for a team yeah. meeting. And you and uh, and Righty first of all came out and said like, "Who the fuck in Afghanistan?" And you and you were just like, "Oh, Johnny, put that away, man. We're playing. We're going to go out and beat them, man. What are these guys?" And Afghanistan soon let us let us know that next sunny day at the at the Benoni Oval. When blady was running in and off a length, their open batsmen just started teeing off. And, and we got smoked by them a couple of times out yeah, there. They um, and, and they obviously, but look, I mean, look what they've what they've gone on to achieve as well. They're a good we, side,
1: those boys.
0: Yeah, they, they are, they are. And Moeller, came, Moeller, had, a, Moeller had a big, big influence on them as well. He obviously yeah, went, to, yeah, went, 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 to, went to coach them. But, Gab, I could talk to you all day, but we, we, I, <laughs> I, need, I, need to, I need to come to the end. So what I'm going to do to finish with me is I'm just going to fire a couple of questions at you. Okay. Uh, just some quick fire answers And that will bring us to the end But I think you've been I think you've been box office I think it's going to be great I get, I'm looking forward to listening back to it myself no, it's,
1: it's, it's good to catch up, Um
0: Question one Who's your favourite teammate of all time? All time? Anthony McGrath Anthony
1: McGrath I know he's a big, big pals now Yeah, no, good no. mate You've known him for 30 years Been through everything together Been ups and downs Yeah, he's a man you'd have on any side Good stuff who is the best player you've ever played with? Darren Lehman. Darren Lehman. No contest. Not even close. Darren Lehman or Fraser Watts? Or Fraser Watts.
0: Oh, Fraser Watts. Absolutely. That's a close that's a close one. Um, who
1: is your favourite Scotland teammate of all time? Oh, it's a tricky one, that, Shakes. I'm, it was very similar to the Scotland setup. I grew up a lot with those boys. But Neil McCallum, Rhino, Floppy... Righty, look, I, I can't name one but I, I still speak to all these guys George Salman you obviously talked very highly George yeah but he big was big.
0: more your captain back then maybe not so much yeah here. I
1: don't speak to him much but I know if I met George in the street we'd, we'd, have, a, we'd have a great couple of hours together but I've got some really good close friends in the Scotland South
0: okay a few of the controversial questions now who's the worst bloke you ever played with
1: played with or against I'll give you either or I can't think of any players I've not Played with. No, there's no room in my our teams for anybody with a shit blow. There's no chance. You wouldn't have survived at Yorkshire if you were a shit blow. I think it's harsh because he's not a bad lad, but the worst and the mo- two people I disliked more than anything playing against was Nile O'Brien and I can't remember the, the Dutch wicket keeper. Um, Dutch wicket played for years. played uh, for years. He doesn't Oh, say Schmidt. 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 Adigan. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong, I've, I've had Nilo O'Brien in my team all day long because. Yeah. He, he, I love a bit of chat, but he got personal. And it's it's actually, personal fun, it's actually funny. It's actually
0: funny, Gav, because I remember going. We were, we were over in Ireland for a tri series against the I- Ireland and the West Indies, and we uh, we talked about it in the changing room. And Ryan Watson had said, "Nobody says anything to Niall O'Brien." Yeah. And we no, had not even, be, we hadn't even been. We haven't even been on the. You haven't even been on the pitch two seconds, and you were like, "I can his face." I remember, I remember, right, so
1: that, I remember,
0: me, I remember Rhino's like,
1: "Give, yeah, Gav, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> you were just like, "Ah!" What are you doing? I couldn't stand him. I couldn't. He's he's not a bad bloke. He's just, he's, 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 a just, top, he's just actually a top. lad. He knows how to get yeah, under your he's skin. A good lad. I've come across him a lot, and I've dealt with him a bit while at the PCA. He's a really good lad, but he had this demeanour about him where you just want to—I don't know—he just really got under my skin. Yeah, and he just but he, he got too personal for me and if i he was keeping in my
0: team I would, I'd have a word with him yeah. No, no oh one. yeah he liked it he liked it my first memory of playing against it was under 19 qualifiers Ireland against Scotland um, we beat them to qualify for the under 19 World Cup and he was behind the stumps and Mooners was bowling there's a guy I've yeah. got coming on I've got John Mooney coming on on Friday I'm going to have a I'm going to do a man. podcast so make do sure you, you make sure you keep and uh, spread the word Gav uh, that I've started this YouTube I've started this YouTube channel interested
1: to see what i will be interested to see what Moon said because he was in the same camp as me on the socialising. Great lad. Yeah, oh,
0: like I'll be touching on the Irish boys. You know, they brought the best. I think they brought the best out, and you, and you when you played against them because you know it was it was that Absolutely, competition, yeah. that, that good, sheer competition. Grip. good Good,
1: uh, hard cricket against them boys. Shakes good hard cricket. Obviously, we were we were great in two thousand and five. They took over for a number of years and yeah. You know, like, I, think, I think I think it's happened. back. I think it's back head to head again.
0: I think um, you're yeah, I Ireland. Obviously, they've got their test status, which technically makes them
1: seem like a, a better side. But I yeah, think, I think, I think Scotland. I think Scotland are a better side. If I was going to bet. I think Scotland are yeah, a better team. They've got it. Scotland seem to
0: have a, everything. All the boxes ticked right now. It's probably as strong a side as we've had. but listen, no, Gavin Hamilton. Been an absolute pleasure going down memory lane with you and talking to you about your your career. And, and I can't wait to. This will probably this segment will probably come out not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So. Um, I, I, Hello to your missus in the background. there going upstairs. <laughs> um, so have a have a have a look. Obviously, I didn't talk to you about this. We, uh, we've been talking about it too much. Obviously, we're in tough times right now, but here's hoping things will will ease and, and pass by. But the main thing is that you're you're
1: staying home, staying safe. Well, I'm, You know me, shakes. I'm not mature enough for this anyway. So it, yeah, we so get out better. I can't yeah. stay inside. It's not
0: my bag. Yeah, no, it's not. It is. It, it, it's, it's cabin fever, and I can imagine you're mm-hmm. missing out on a few barbecues and catch well, up with yeah. your. Catch up with your mates, but it'll come come back eventually, Gav. But listen, you take care of yourself. You take care. Cheers, Jakey.
1: Keep keep up the good work, mate. You're doing well, lad. Catch you Thank you, bye-bye.
0: Take care, mate. Bye-bye.